0: Uh, Yay! We are so excited about the end of this year, as you can tell.
1: Wow! Yeah, that we goes. did it. We made it through twenty twenty one onto twenty twenty two, where I'm graduating. Yay! Yay! Except then oh, I have yeah. like eight more years of school, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! 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 Okay. Uh, but like all good people do who talk about films on the internet you're like what did what did we like this year what did we not like this year it's award season yeah so it wouldn't be award season well okay
0: we've been we were we just came out of award season actually now we're in january which is the dumpster fire
1: (laughs) but we didn't get to see the movie that i've been looking forward to since it was announced and then delayed and then delayed and then delayed
0: Shrek Five,
1: Shrek Five, yeah. No yeah. Morbius, uh, which got delayed <laughs> again until April. It's, oh, it's yeah. gonna be bad. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be bad.
0: bad. It's gonna be so bad. Oh wait, wait, wait. What's like the? Oh, I think it's coming out in February. My most anticipated bad movie of 2022 is easily um the like Dark Side of the Moon oh, uh, disaster movie that's coming out. No. <laughs> no. What's the name? What's the name of that Who's... one? Oh, I forget. It's got oh. like what? It's got like a guy from Game of Thrones and Patrick Wilson, and like Patrick uh, Wilson. Yeah, Patrick Wilson's in it.
1: How hold would on. he do that? Uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on.
0: We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna find this real quick. Um. Yeah. So, uh, while we're doing this to, uh, today, it's gonna be pretty chill. We're not talking about any movie specifically. We're just gonna Moon, go over our top Moonfall. five of the year. Yeah, Moonfall. Allie
1: Berry's in it. Yeah. Oh my God, Michael Pena's in it.
0: It looks so absolute trash. I cannot (laughs) wait to see it. It's from like the director of Armageddon.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that would make sense.
0: I'm just so excited. Um, but yeah, yeah. So today we're gonna be doing our top five of the year. Um, Plus, and we're just gonna generally talk about all the stuff that came out and like what we think, what did we not see, what was good,
1: what do we miss because we didn't see it. (laughs) Yeah. I and mean, then we was... also have a few awards of our own that we can give. And then, yeah, well, and then we'll we'll preview a bit of award season. Because um, now we're in the, oh, the awards are happening season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Right? Um, right? Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> um, they've got to
0: put out the nominations like two months before the award shows for some yep.
1: reason. Because then we can just think about it for two months.
0: Why? I don't... I've. Like, well, the Oscars it so that, are now, like, in is April it so, or Is March? it just so, like, like, everyone can book their flight? Like, I don't
1: know. I don't know.
0: If man. so, like, you know what? Then it's, that's actually kind of cool because all the rich people can always get a flight, probably. But, like, you know what? The people who are nominated for Best Short Documentary. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> hey, <for them. laughs>
1: don't clown on Best Short Documentary because nice. someone from the Quad Cities who did the score for one of the films got nominated so hey well, good i'm good I'm, ha- I'm happy for them but they're still dri- <laughs> they're
0: still gonna drive home in a honda civic like <laughs> you're
1: not wrong
0: like you're not wrong <laughs> they're, they're gonna feel a little out of place Rhythm. uh yeah anyway anyway um it's
1: pretty crappy here It was a bad year for movies. Such a bad year for movies. There were some good ones. Not to Uh, say there weren't any good ones. Yeah, we started up our podcast in a year that was like
0: really crap. (laughs) Yeah,
1: like actually, yeah. I don't know because it's just
0: like there's I don't know. As far as thinking
1: about it though, like the thing is, is that the last year, you know, we were in the point of the pandemic where it was just starting, right? In 2020, just starting and a lot of the films that came out that year were in post production or finished mm-hmm. by the time that they were coming out but this year we have a lot of stuff that was filmed but then had to stop filming and then started back up filming yeah or where they started filming during the pandemic right
0: yeah like um, don't like don't look up kind of had like the definitely filmed during the pandemic vibe
1: you know yeah it absolutely was and then yeah. um you know that it is what it is in that sort of sense but that's what we saw this year and it did i think have an uh, an effect on the quality of films that we saw this year yeah um i don't know i think we also got there's
0: an argument to made that i think like maybe like the subject matter got a little richer for some of these but then in other ways like in don't look up it kind of didn't it kind of just yeah. got like more like blunt because yep. a lot of things got very blunt and obvious during the pandemic yeah um right so yeah, it just had. It's the the whole like pandemic and political situation. in America has just really had a very mixed result. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and we're just this year is just kind of that transition year. It is. I don't but know. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Fingers. A lot.
1: Avatar four
0: or two. Avatar two out. is
1: finally coming out, guys. Avatar two. <laughs> we get to see what Please. James Cameron has dedicated half of his life to. <gasps> oh
0: my god. <laughs> <laughs> we said there'd never be anything like the MCU again, and you know Dude, what? The
1: Avatar CU—that's
0: <laughs> what I want to see. <laughs> the Avatar. Honestly, what if, like, at this rate, what by the time we get to the amount of movies in Marvel, it's gonna be like 2075? Yeah. Like, like Haley's Comet will be coming back around. Yeah, and then James Cameron could be like, well, let's celebrate Haley's Comet by learning about another world that you've already been to.
1: <laughs> yeah terminator 2 james cameron was best james cameron actually no aliens was good ah i like terminator 2 a lot better than i like aliens aliens is pretty good
0: i what do you wait we haven't talked about this what what do you think about titanic
1: oh i like titanic but i saw it when i was like 15 so i give it a rewatch it's it's good i know but it's
0: like it's weird it's like a perfect mix of like melodrama and then at the end you get like a disaster, and the, no sorry, it's just melodrama and a disaster movie all wrapped into one, which is pretty good if that's your vibe. It's pretty good, mm-hmm. and Leonardo DiCaprio's in it, and he's like always good.
1: I'll probably like it more now. Yeah, yeah,
0: my it's taste good. in it's, film have changed. <laughs> it's not as good as Terminator
1: Two. Terminator Two is Terminator Two is good. It, it that movie just rules. He's like Ice to Meet You, way wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> same
0: time, same time period. <laughs> oh my god. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. We have some honorable mentions that we'd like to give before we get into our top five mm-hmm. of the year.
0: Okay. Yeah. So we're just gonna start with um a broad list of movies that we liked this year, but didn't quite crack the top five.
1: They didn't do it, unfortunately. Yeah. It was and... like
0: it was hard to get like a top like seven yeah you know? there's like there's like two movies that are like bouncing it could be like any, really, any yeah yeah i don't know there there was like a lot of like really enjoyable stuff but like mm-hmm. only a few that i could say genuinely like knock me um yeah
1: like off my feet like really yeah pissed. and yeah. for me there were only like five that did that for me if i'm being honest and they're my top five actually maybe <laughs> six maybe six mm. um yeah okay but so yeah.
0: Honorable mention for Dune. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Dune was
0: I, it's just not, it's just not quite a complete movie. It's just
1: not complete. That's the problem. Is that its biggest it's like, downfall is that it's I don't know what's coming after. I, and there's gonna be a lot of people out there who are gonna be like, how is Dune not your number one movie of the year? Uh, you gotta realize something. I don't read books, okay? <laughs> I, I just don't read books. And hey, I got
0: I got a whole 270 pages through David. let's go nice yeah. and then I don't know why I just like don't You're like reading like, yeah exactly right
1: <laughs> so, that's the thing is that yeah. if I read the book and I liked it a lot I would probably have a lot more attachment to this film mm-hmm. but but I didn't like
0: that's the only gripe I can have about this movie because oh my god the way that the effects are are blended with like the practical environments and like just the way that Dan- that the Nevel can craft a movie is incredible. It's rem- yeah. like remarkable how good
1: he is of a director. He's so good, and he truly knows what it means to div- to direct and construct an artistic blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Like if if you just gave him a bunch of money and was like, "Make art," that's mm-hmm. that's what he would do, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. And and it's weird because like. Blade Runner was like his first movie that he did with like really high effects budget, and he's already doing Dune and, and an amazing adaptation on it. It was
1: yeah, yeah, just absolutely amazing effects, sound editing, score. Yeah, like,
0: should, I honestly think like for sound design, I think it could win. And yeah, like and if it was nominated, and I would not hate on it. At I all. would
1: not be mad. Like yeah. It's really, really, really good. <sighs> so It's just, like, on a technical level,
0: it's so good. On, like, the performance... Rebecca Ferguson is such... She's really a, good. G- like, she's amazing in so much stuff that she's in. Like, she's so undervalued, I think. She really every-
1: is. <laughs>
0: everything I see her in, she's incredible.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Even in bad things, she's usually really good. Yeah, like, every time. Um, so... Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, very, very good. We did get Zendaya baited. Uh, we got Zendated. So we're gonna
0: have an award for like the most their movie, the most, <laughs> the most their performance in a in a movie all year by far is Zendaya. Zendaya. They by like two marketed miles. it. They were like,
1: yeah, she's gonna be in it, right? She was second name on the freaking poster.
0: Oh my god! Five that minutes, is...
1: six minutes of screen time in a two-hour and forty-minute movie, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, and like you learn nothing. It's just oh my god, it's just all like Zendaya set up the entire movie. It's like it's set up for the second half. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah,
1: but, but it was that really. Is, good. It was really good. Yeah. Um, my next okay. honorable mention, uh, that I want to mention, honorably, <laughs> <laughs> because. I don't know there's like really a debate on whether this is a film or not I don't really care because I really really liked it um and that was Bo Burnham's Inside yeah um I who cares yeah that's I a don't stupid de- that's a I don't stupid care. debate I don't care it was amazing it was very, a, very 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 good <laughs> that's like it's so good I don't like where you
0: would categorize it I guess was would be like the tricky thing to me because is is it really like a stand-up special is it like a documentary a personal diary yeah. or something like other than that it's so good yeah it's so like, good right
1: yeah very it's very good um, and the, the cinematography is incredible right mm-hmm. the lighting is amazing the songs are incredible and like this was all done by one guy yeah. and i think it's the best piece of pandemic art that we got i agree like i, I, I don't think it's, it's even close <laughs> it's the most like genuinely
0: reflective piece of art of the pandemic i have seen yeah. you know like there's nothing else that actually describes like the the loneliness and fear and like just sort of like existential things that we all had to like think about because we were like forced to yeah and it and it just Feel so constricting and, and incredibly well shot and put together
1: yeah yeah overall just really really great piece of art and if mm. you haven't seen it there's no reason not to see it uh pretty much just just do it yeah really um
0: I, I will also say this like i saw eighth grade um and i really really liked eighth grade i thought Eighth Grade I did was too. incredible yeah um super well done super impressive for a directorial debut. But I saw Inside, and even after seeing eighth grade, I knew that like Beaubairn's ceiling was high, but it raised just exponentially after seeing Inside. I'm like, this guy is going to make one of the best movies like he of, is going to uh, of a, of a go so like, far. Yeah. It, yeah. His, his career can go anywhere after, or at least that's my belief after I saw Inside. It's really that good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Overall, very good though. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. A honorable mention for me would be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention Shang-Chi. I yeah. Really, I like Shang-Chi a lot. And yeah? I, don't, I don't like Marvel movies. There was like a couple things that bugged me. I think story structure I wasn't the biggest fan of.
1: The third act is not great. We get it, okay? <laughs> they did the Marvel third act They thing. did the Marvel third act. We get it.
0: <laughs> Spoilers. Ben Kingsley in that movie pisses me off. He's, like he em- just like, pisses me off in the MCU. Why is he there? He, he endlessly pisses me off in the, in that movie. But like other than that, I really liked him. Like yeah. It, it, they got like they got like the goat of of Asia acting to yeah. be in this movie. Um Tony Lung, man. Tony Lung, thank you. Uh, like he's the goat. I literally bought uh for Christmas, I got a uh the Wong Kar-wai box set which is just most of his best performances.
1: He's really good. Yeah. He's, and yeah. the other thing that I think is to mention about Shang-Chi, the, first of all, the world building and visuals and production design is beautiful. It yeah. is absolutely stunning. And you're probably going to disagree with me on this, but I think it's one of the most beautiful Marvel movies to come out, like genuinely. I I Thor Ragnarok is still <sighs> amazing in terms of visually, but... It's hard to debate with that one because like Marvel movies are so desaturated and ugly. <laughs> I know. But the thing is, is that this one had practical sets. Yeah. It had a lot of practical sets and, and it like, looked no, amazing. And a lot of the cinematography is like super kinetic. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole time. So there's uh, one action yeah. sequence where the cinematography is just absolutely incredible, which was um on the su- on the, like the train or the subway. Oh, no,
0: the bus. It's a bus. The, the bus, bus scene. Yeah. The, that bus scene. Just like, no, no. From cinematography, from an effect standpoint, from choreography, a choreography standpoint, like everything that scene is, uh, like, might be the best fight scene of twenty um twenty twenty one. Yeah, actually, really, I think really. I, actually I really think it is. Like, yeah, I can't think it of is. anything I saw better.
1: And Sumo does all of his own stunts that yeah. he can, right? Almost all of them, and just overall, very, very, very good movie. Yeah, representation um, was great
0: too. Representation was good and it wasn't like And it freaking, wasn't forced. It, it, it wasn't eternals or it was just forced and like <laughs> down my throat it goes. Um Ripped. Yeah, no, it, it was it was really, really good. And like again, Marvel took like Simi Simi Simulu. lu yeah. Simi Lu, right? Similu, yeah. Similu, thank you. Yeah. Um, who was pretty much an unknown and made him like a, a superhero and i love to see stuff like that. Yeah, I, I mean he was they... in
1: King's Convenience, right? That was a popular ish show kim's convenience
0: yeah i've heard
1: of it you heard of it it's i've on never se- i've never seen an episode it's on but, netflix uh okay. yeah he was in that and i know people liked him in that but he was not like super fame no until he, this yeah
0: film. i mean this is virtually picking out an unknown virtually yeah, basically yeah. so a lot of great things about shang chi um can't yeah. hate too much
1: on that movie yeah uh for me this is one that i don't think you've seen I know you haven't seen, uh, which is Power of the Dog. That is God. that is an honorable mention for me. That's that's yeah, that's on my list of didn't see it, like to see it. Uh, Yeah, it is one of it's probably if I had to give this an award, it would be the amazing film that I never want to see ever again. Um, that's I think so that it was really well made. It was very well made. The lighting sucks. OK, okay. the lighting sucks. Lighting is horrible in this movie. Does I don't know if that was a does choice. Does it have a purpose? Have i a story, don't bro? know i don't I, I didn't see it maybe i'm dumb though i could be dumb but the lighting is horrible and the worst thing is is that like you know how they're like oh we need to be dark and gritty so we're gonna make it dark but then they yeah. have like a bunch of top light so they're like oh top light is like gritty right
0: well it's shadows i guess yeah. yeah
1: right but here's the thing is that this is like a western slash like western movie right so everyone's wearing a freaking cowboy hat the whole time, and what happens when you put top light on a cowboy hat? You can't see their face. Oh, <laughs> so like I don't know if that was a choice. I I mean I, I would
0: need to see it. I because it, like because like there might be choice. from what I've heard like uh, Jane Campion does like a really really like incredible job of directing. I've heard it's like genuinely one of the best put together movies of the year by. Like yeah, pretty, I would. I larger.
1: would agree. I just think the lighting sucks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Like, he, everything else is amazing. Like, cinematography is yeah. generally very, very good. Well, lighting's um, part of cinematography. The pacing is very good. The pacing's really good. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's very good the performances are generally very very good like benedict cumberbatch is like gives a great great performance
0: i I like to see him in drama stuff i feel like i only see him in marvel
1: yeah yeah the thing is He's is that so i think his accent his american accent in marvel really sucks and in that other the, the southern movie i forgot is it i i i don't care I don't, I don't know he was in another one and his southern accent really sucked but in this one it was better
0: Oh, like, he, got a, he got a good dialect coach. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was it was good this time. Um, and I thought that the story was very well put together and I could follow it really easily. And uh, Kirsten Dunst is in it. And she's really, really good too.
0: Yeah, heard heard good things about it. I, yeah, like,
1: but uh, that's all I've heard is like
0: really good things about it. It's just like, um, I don't know. I have very little desire to watch it.
1: It's the thing is, is that, it's not one of those movies that you're going to go in and you're going to be like, wow, that, that was like, it's not even like, oh, I feel really good after that because you don't need to feel good after seeing a movie. I don't think that that's necessarily yeah, a, I agree. a need. But the, it also doesn't give you like, oh, I'd like to think about this and reflect on myself or on someone else or something like that. Hmm. It kind of just tells the story. And I think it's just the nature of the story. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, like this is just how I feel is that when I came out of that movie, I'm like, everyone sucks. Just everyone sucks is what I got out of that.
0: <laughs> you you love to see that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and, Jesus.
1: And and that's what I got. And just thinking about it more and more, you're like, man, that was a really, really screwed up story. What happened there?
0: Oh, it's okay. I, there, I don't know. There are a lot of movies that are like that. I feel like um, just movies that want to tell a story and don't care if it's like. Good or good or bad yeah. has like clear morals or not. They just want to tell like a story and tell it really really well. And yeah, I also kind of don't like vibe with those that much. Yeah,
1: yeah. And again, I I'm too. just I, I hate because I hate to say this because it makes me seem like I didn't like the movie, which is not true. I really really did like it. It's in the honorable.
0: It's in the honorable. It's an honorable mention, right?
1: Yeah. I just never want to see it again because it just made me feel I, icky. <laughs> yeah, I, I have that movie, so yeah, yeah. I, I
0: understand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I I know again I know you haven't seen this um, my, another honorable mention for me is going to be lamb which is a A2, the a24 goat movie
1: um, not greatest of all time
0: not not greatest of all time no this is the one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen but it was like just a surreal experience and like one of the most like top three most memorable times at a theater this year for me um, because, like, the movie's takes place and is like all done in in Swedish. I believe it's Swedish or nor or Norwegian or something like that. Something um, something yeah. in the Norse. Yeah, you know the region. Um, Scandinavian. <laughs> yeah, Scandinavian. So the, it's like Swedish, and the location is like around is in this like grass pasture that's like huge. And it's surrounded on either side by these massive mountains with like snowy peaks. And it has a beautiful color palette that's so consistent throughout the whole thing. So like visually, this is the most stunning movie I saw like bar none by like a pretty significant margin. It is amazingly shot because you'll have like this frame shot of like a person driving a tractor and it will the camera will be like mounted onto the tractor and the mountain will be like framed in the, in the top third the entire time. So you're just like rolling around and you're like, oh, this is so beautiful to look at and everything's so telephoto. Amazing cinematography. But the story is like really like the selling point because it's about a lamb that is born that, is, that has like a lamb head and like arm and then a child's other arm and body. It's so weird. It is one of the strangest things I've ever seen as far as subject matter, and just like the movie in general. And then, like it's super be- weird. It's so <laughs> it's so weird. And then the two people who are running this like adopt the child as like their own, and like other people come in, and if they don't like treat, the- treat it as normal either, they just like see they're like, "Oh wow, that's screwed up too." And they like react like a normal person, but then they see how like their friends are reacting to it. And it's just, it's, it gets more interesting from there.
1: That's crazy. It it's sounds like so really weird. weird, but also like good in the same way.
0: Yeah. You understand why I say it's like the most memorable and like surreal. Movie yeah. I saw. Yeah.
1: I mean, it makes sense. Like it, it just because of like the, the nature of this story and the way that it's constructed, like it's yeah. hard to not remember something like that.
0: Yeah. It's no. it's exactly, but it's like also like a slow thought out, drama horror movie too it's so strange that's crazy really well directed um like can't say enough good things about it it's just too weird for me to say like oh yeah i would totally (laughs) like show lamb to my friend like
1: (laughs) yeah right right i felt that way about sorry to bother you where i was like yeah i really like this movie but i don't want to like show people Uh,
0: sorry to bother I i feel like i could show sorry to bother you to people okay i'm talking about like my parents like yeah
1: okay lamb i would
0: never watch land with my mom in a million years oh my god Uh, oh my god never like yeah yeah. so it was it was was weird but like again just super well crafted movie and like i enjoyed it a lot it's just like a little too out there for me just a bit
1: one for us uh so moving on to the our next honorable mention um, one for us, for both of us, I know, uh, this came out it, the beginning of the year and was part of last year's award season, but mm-hmm. technically came out this year, but it's too good to just not mention it at it all.
0: Is. I feel like it didn't get enough people to see it either. No, it I didn't.
1: Know. And that was, that was the biggest F of 2020, 2021 was Warner brothers making, I think a better move to release all their stuff on HBO max. Right, I really liked that yeah i I really loved that, but all their movies did badly this year, yeah, every single one of them did bad, uh-huh yeah, yeah well so this sad. also
0: but but this, okay, let's just say, uh it's so it's Judas and the black Messiah is um our honorable mention here because look this if this movie would have been in my top five if it wasn't like last award season, yeah. It, it's just that's just normally kind of how it works out. You talk about the award season movies when yeah. they come out, like, yeah, yeah, and it and, probably hit, like, um, or or would have hit some of the uh, um, movie circuits. What am I thinking of? Festivals, festivals it probably, yeah, yeah probably would have hit the festival circuit in 2020, um, if it hadn't been for everything, so yeah,
1: yeah and just amazing performances just oh my god absolutely incredible performances oh
0: Lakeith stanfield he
1: was so good and I daniel kaluya daniel kalula oh Kaluuya. god kalula. daniel
0: kalula. Kalula.
1: kalula yeah that's, uh, that's daniel kaluya uh, <laughs> daniel kaluya is so good in everything that he's in
0: yeah he is he is yeah, he such is. a good actor yeah he is he's so, so freaking awesome like he plays <sighs> oh it's fred something oh gosh it's been a while i didn't do any research before this if you can't tell
1: yeah <laughs> i forgot who we played too it's been a while but <laughs> yeah gosh and uh, also just a really important fred hampton movie. fred hampton fred hampton yeah yeah a really important movie to come out it is it is really yeah okay so i mean
0: when we're talking about movies that have like a political message most times they are so in your face like don't look up Look, I mean, I can kind of give it an honorable mention. I thought it was really, really excellent um, in a lot of ways, but in a lot of ways I didn't like it because I just feel like its message is so heavy-handed. And Jews and Black Messiah, the entire, like, it, it manages to make the story entirely about, like, this one subject, yet we've, like, a, an, a real human story in the middle of it. So you'll get all of the messaging, Yet have something to actually follow and emotionally attach yourself to. And that is why it is like my favorite form of like political movie.
1: Yeah. And the other thing is, is that this is another thing I think is really important about political films or things that are trying to give a message. It is so well paced, incredibly well paced and very, Mm -hmm. very, very digestible in terms yeah. of the story it's not like super super out of like order or really hard to understand or only film people are gonna like it i think i think like inclusivity is really really important when it comes to this kind of stuff it's like mm. if someone is not super into films like it's still extremely extremely well made but if someone were watched judas and the black messiah and they are like not a huge film fanatic or any or cinephile or anything they would totally understand what was going on and would absolutely love it and that's what i really really like about yeah. films like that i again
0: i really can't say enough good things like the editing and so good is oh. so good. it's incredible editing like the way that the that the sequences are cut together the way that it it, do, it does like it, the different jumps in time um yeah. as you're saying like pacing and a lot of pacing does come down to editing there are a, a lot of scenes that have just intense tension too because, like, the central tension is that there's a guy who's an FBI informant and he's invading the Black Panthers, but then he starts to like the Black Panthers and really, like, starts to love Fred Hampton, but he's turning on him and you feel... So, like, there's always this tension of, are they going to find out if he's an informant? Because they're always looking for, the like, the leak. hmm And that leads to just some incredibly e- edited, intense sequences from a pretty unknown director, too.
1: Yeah. Like, I forget who the director is. Oh, I'm he did not have a ton, if we're being completely honest. Like
0: Yeah. Um Shaka King.
1: Yep. And Ryan yeah. coogler was a producer on it. Really hasn't done much.
0: Yeah. Um just oh gosh. Please, please, if you can go see this.
1: I'm pretty sure it's on HBMX. Go so. see it. I, I
0: if it was like Oscar season, I would put this above every other movie I've seen this year right now like really i feel like this this if you actually took it year by year this would be my best picture of the year um yeah yeah. um uh, it's that good and it's um, really really good just just and it's one of those movies that just didn't quite get the love that it deserved um yeah so judas and black messiah great great movie
1: uh speaking of something that didn't get the love it deserved in my opinion you're right um, if I'm being honest, I, I don't know if you're we on the same uh, page as me, but In the Heights was severely underrated this year and no one saw it. It was so underseen. Yeah. No one saw this movie. It was so sad that no one saw it. Well,
0: that's box office and it did come out on HBO. And I know a lot of people watched it on HBO.
1: I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But In the Heights was really good. I know that there are some things that didn't translate well to the film. I get that. Like, for example, when they cut, they cut out a certain storyline that's in the musical that's not in the film. And I think that, honestly, because they kept it in, it kind of was just weird. Mm -hmm. I think that that was that. The other thing that was kind of weird was I know there were some problems with representation with dark-skinned Latino people. Yeah. And I know that that was kind of a problem, too. Um, and I think that that they if they didn't acknowledge it, I would have been like, OK, that's weird. But um, everyone who was involved with it did acknowledge it. And I think it's important to also recognize how many voices and platforms it gave to Latino people of color in general. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, my God. I'm not saying like, oh, you know, hey, look at what they have. Right. Just mm-hmm. be happy with that because that's mean and also not tasteful at all. But it really did. There were a lot of people in that that had not a ton of recognition if we're being honest. Yeah. Um yeah, pretty much. I don't know. Everyone was kind of no name and it is so well edited. Oh my god, the Does editing he, yeah. in that film was so good. I just think the directing is good too. It was like, all amazing. Like
0: it feels just super competently put together. Everything feels like, it's, like, the community, um, and it's very similar vibe to the actual musical itself. Mm-hmm. You, like, connect to all the characters. The singing is generally pretty great. Yeah, um, it is. Not saying it's better than the original musical, because not. let's be honest. no.
1: But <laughs> there are a couple numbers in that that are just absolutely incredible. Like, you know, the opening, 96,000, but the best musical oh. number oh i know what you're gonna say i know what you're what's paciencia say. y fey oh paciencia y fe. oh my god so 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 the lighting so in
0: that scene when they do like actual theater lighting yeah. oh
1: my god it is nutty oh, it is so actually nutty good oh yeah makes me sad that not a lot of people saw it. It, it makes me very sad that it doesn't yeah. make as much money
0: yeah It it should it's so good it's also like the most faithful. I have to do this specific caveat. The most faithful first time musical adaptation <laughs> of the year, or like, so. or like, just the best like musical adapta- first time musical adaptation uh, yeah. of the year by like a pr- like better than like most musicals we've seen for like a very long time. Think about how crap Dear Evan Hansen was <laughs> compared to this movie. Like, I mean, yeah, right.
1: It's it was not so easy bad. to do it. It's not easy it's to do so that. It's so hard. Even with,
0: even with modern musicals,
1: you know, it's not always And we'll get to this later, easy. but yeah. this year, aside from Dear Evan Hansen, was a <sighs> really, really good year for movie musicals. It really was. Yeah. Which, you love to see it. Um Yeah. It's one of my favorite genres, and that was something that I really appreciated.
0: It's, like, never going to be a genre that will, like, bum me out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, know, it could be, like, actually the saddest, like, (laughs) musical you could possibly think of. But I would love to just go watch a movie musical at all times. I mean, partly because I think we're both, like, pretty big into music. Um, (laughs) but But, like, also, it's just the subject matters of most of these are just so, like wholesome and crap like yeah. i can't not love a mu- mu- movie musical and heights was definitely the height of the movie musical this year Ex- except for maybe another except, one. For, except, except for except for maybe another one possibly yeah uh-huh. um okay my last honorable mention I know we've been doing a lot of these now. It's, <laughs> it's like 37 minutes. That's um, fine. Uh, my last honorable mention is The French Dispatch, Wes Anderson's new film. Uh, I saw it. It was really, really good. Um, just not quite like everything I want from my Wes Anderson movie, you know? Um, sometimes I vibe with Wes Anderson. Sometimes, you know, we're just it not really on It really depends. Thing. Yeah. Well, like the thing is, it, the whole thing is set up Like you're reading the French Dispatch, and there are all these writers that have like their own sections. So it's like vignettes, right? Yeah. So you see like four vignettes, really. Like one's a tiny, like like five minute vignette with Owen Wilson, and then the rest (laughs) of them are like are like forty five minute like vignette sequences. Um, and they're really really good. Like there's one where like they do a car chase that mixes like live action and animation. Um, like in the middle, like it will cut from a from like a real shot to an animated shot. It's awesome. Like there's all the Wes Anderson eccentricities you could want um and the lack of representation that you'll get from a Wes Anderson movie.
1: Someone was like, "Describe Wes Anderson in one word." And someone was like, "White." I'm like, yeah, yeah it's pretty it's
0: pretty fucking white. Um, yeah. But no, it's it's a, it's an enjoyable time. It's really funny. It's it's well directed. It's I just it's not like the most memorable Wes Anderson. Like again, I think I'm always comparing it to Grand
1: Budapest now. That's what you always do, and then you mm. just run into that trap and you're like, well, oh, okay. God, <laughs> I
0: like, God, Grand Budapest is like I can't compare things to that movie. It's That just is too...
1: the best Wes Anderson. It's so
0: good. Oh my god.
1: Oh, that movie's amazing. Yeah. But that's it for Honorable Mentions. All right. All right. Before we before we get into top five, we have a few awards to give out. All right. So for the most unneedlessly hated film this year, for me, it goes to House of Gucci. Honestly. People I... really don't like this movie. Uh I, I don't yeah. I don't really get the hate. And and not only that, but people hate on the wrong thing in the movie. Not Jared Leto. Not Jared Leto. Jared Leto sucks in the movie. I'm like, but he literally is being nominated for they do
0: they hate like oh it's boring?
1: yeah and i'm what like the, it's not boring. it's not
0: boring it's, it's not boring interesting. it's like long that's not boring ah
1: yeah makes me mad
0: i just like there's so much plot in the three hour movie and normally i know i like i hate on plot all the time but like there's so much plot
1: because it's such a long movie and it needs yeah. to keep you engaged like i i think it definitely could have been made better like there's yeah. definitely things that could have been changed but I don't get the hate behind this one. I really don't get it. Okay. This um, might be
0: this might be pretentious, but like I think people who don't like this movie just don't know what good performances are.
1: Literally, like, like
0: seriously, like- <laughs> I like Lady Gaga and Adam Driver in this movie are so entertaining so to good. watch. Yeah, I could, they have uh,
1: really great chemistry yeah. and they're like very good. They're incredibly good. I I yeah. really yeah. really love them both. I'm glad um, Lady Gaga is getting recognition but yeah adam driver's I, not getting adam
0: driver's not getting anything adam driver might be my goat of the year actually really if you think, if you think about it he was in there's a lot he was in he was in this movie he was in the, the last duel, duel which i didn't see and annette and the net. all three of which i heard he was like maybe the best part
1: like i think he's the runner-up to go to the year we will talk about keshav's go to the year later yeah <laughs> Damn it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's okay. one. Yeah. Uh. Okay, wait, what's the next award? I definitely The forgot. next award is the best performance in a bad movie.
0: Oh, okay. Best performance in a bad movie.
1: I have two answers, and I'll do mine based on whichever one you say.
0: Mm. i trying to think if there's anything redeemable about
1: Dear Evan Hansen right now. <laughs> <laughs> she was good the girl what's her name yeah oh
0: yeah oh actually i might give her that because like for how crappy that movie is i will just look it up here you give your award the girl from book smart yeah i'll look it up give me a second
1: <laughs> uh for me it's either emma stone and cruella because i really didn't like cruella but i thought she was good in it i thought she okay. was really good in it honestly uh she's she's very charismatic but emma stone if i'm being completely honest is probably one of my if not my favorite actor of all time really of, that's not of, of all, all time, time of but all time not of all time but like that's performing right now have you seen julie andrews yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right you're right but yeah, yeah not of all time but emma stone yeah. is probably one of my favorite working actors yeah she's definitely in my top three and i've heard
0: nothing right but now. shit about cruella
1: <laughs> yeah cruella is not a good movie but she's very good at it okay so it's either her or Bradley Cooper in Licorice Pizza. Because I really didn't like Licorice Pizza, oh, but Bradley I, Cooper was very funny in it. I
0: can't. I can't give you that. Because I think every performance was like... I think Bradley Cooper was a was standout because of how he was written. Yeah. But I really think like every performance in that movie was good. I think it's a good movie. Um, it's just hella problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I will give my award to, to Caitlin Deaver, um, who, yeah. is, who plays the romantic interest in Dear Evan Hansen. Because... In an overall intolerable movie, I didn't mind watching her. You know? She was kind of fun. She kind of, like, played the character actually well. I believed her performance. And everyone else in that movie, I kind of wanted them to jump off a giant tree. <laughs> um, that might be a little dark if you know, the subject, if you know the subject matter. But uh, if you've seen the movie, you'll understand it. Uh, everyone else sucked. <laughs> everyone else Yeah, I wouldn't mind if their character uh, took a took a tumble. You know, what? I'm just gonna say, yeah, yeah. Caitlyn Deaver, she's good. You know, she yeah, she's she's the best performance in the movie by like two miles.
1: So to contrast this award, we now have the worst performance in a great movie. Uh, And for me, I think it's it's a pretty clear one. I think I think it's it's between it's between two for me. I'm gonna do mine based. I know you're gonna say one of them, so you say
0: it. Okay, I'm taking Jared Leto. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm taking I'm taking Jared Leto in uh, House of Gucci. <laughs> House of Gucci. He's just so annoying. Oh no! Oh, I
1: won't end the word. Oh Mamma no! Mia.
0: I did it again the word. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he literally sounds like a De Mario. It's like he watched the Super Mario Bros movie from the nineties. He's like um, my name yeah. is Gucci Gucci. Gucci. My name is Luigi Gucci. Like, that's like, it's, that it's sounds absurd. It's so bad. We spent a
1: whole episode just crapping on Jared Leto.
0: We spent like it's... 20 minutes crapping on Jared Leto for like good reason. He ruined, uh, he, was he so ruined bad. An,
1: other, an otherwise great movie. Yeah. So for me, it's either that, but there's another one that we got to mention being Ansel Elgort in West Side Story. Oh, He was, uh, he was really bad. And yeah. here's the thing we'll get to it later, but I think he is objectively the only bad thing about that movie. Everything else is amazing. He is literally the only bad thing in that movie.
0: Yeah, he's... It's, I see, like... I think Jared Leto... I really think that, like, the craftsmanship in... I think the craftsmanship in West Side is, like, slightly above House of Gucci. And, like, the marginal, like, things you can talk about when you're getting up to movies that are at that level. Um, but that being said, I think Jared Leto's performance is so much worse in oh like it is. an and like an almost on par movie and Ansel Elgort is like really average when he's just surrounded by perfection.
1: The thing is that he just brought it it could have been so much more. I don't know. That's could, that's where I am at. It could have been
0: a perfect movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, uh yeah. so our next award is the most advertisement of a movie this year. Uh this is the film that was the most like an ad. Um, oh and okay. that, that is uh, easily the, the most
0: the, well the most advertised movie this year would be Spider-Man: Far From Home. Oh sure, yeah, mean
1: No Way Home, but No Way, much. Yes, <laughs> but uh, but the most movie that just is an ad uh, easily is Space Jam: A New Legacy. Oh my god, which was basically oh. just how many ads can we fit in LeBron James? <laughs> and they
0: were like, "This is my worst movie of the year."
1: I think it is for me too. It was really bad. This
0: is a really fucking bad movie. It's... Like LeBron James.
1: LeBron James.
0: Oh. oh my. I didn't know how low the bar could sink.
1: It was not good.
0: Holy crap. So this Ugh. is
1: just, this is definitely off topic, but I, one of the things that will always make me laugh is you have Disney Plus, right? Yeah. Okay. So one of my favorite things ever is they have a tab under disney plus that's called celebrating black stories oh my god um and if you go there it's like stuff like black panther and all that sort of stuff like okay it makes sense but every time it makes me laugh i always scroll past it it makes me laugh every time do you know what is under that kazam (laughs) i'm like yes this is the black story we need to be celebrating right here (laughs) kazam
0: (laughs) god <laughs> it's like imagine you go <laughs> oh my god dude <laughs> oh that's so funny it makes me laugh every time oh oh god that's funny as hell okay <laughs> yeah. yeah so space yeah space jam is a walking
1: ad honestly ghostbusters afterlife had a lot of promotion in it um, it did but that brings us to the most surprising movie of the year Oh, is that Ghostbusters Afterlife? For, for me, it is. For me, it is. It's a tie mm. between that or West Side, because I genuinely thought West Side was really bad. <sighs> but I think.
0: Mm, oh, God. That's actually really tough to choose between, right? Because my expectations for West Side versus where the movie ended up being was ridiculous. Yeah. Then again, But then again, I had even worse expectations yeah. for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Ghostbusters right? Afterlife, right? That's so tough, actually, to choose between those. I think, can we, like. Can we do oh, both? No, we can't. <laughs> no, we can't. This is an award season. We don't want to have a La La Land situation.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going with Ghostbusters, I think.
0: Because I think Ghostbusters... I'm going to. Ghostbusters. I think I'll go with West Side because I, I've just been burned by Steven Spielberg so, so many times. In the Dude, I was excited for the post. <laughs>
1: And then you I saw was like, I was like,
0: excited for the post, and then, and then I saw, saw the
1: post. And then you oh. walked out of the theater, you're like, "Wait, what did I just watch?"
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um. um so yeah, for me, it was West Side because I had just so little expectation. I thought Steven Spielberg was rotting and just turning out like cash, and I was proven unequivocally wrong in every single metric I could possibly say. He really blew my mind.
1: Yeah, and yeah, I, I, I would definitely agree with you there. I definitely think Ghostbusters Afterlife, for me, it was one of the most fun experiences I had in the theater this year, I'm going to be honest. Maybe yeah. it was because we saw it together, but... may I mean, it's partly. <laughs> the, and
0: the character name podcast.
1: The, the character name podcast is very funny, <laughs> yeah. but it was some of the most fun I had in the theater this year, Uh, going to be honest. Yeah, it was pretty great. Um, um, th- so, final award is the most their movie award. We usually do the most their actor... <sighs> Ooh. The most
0: okay. there movie. Yeah. So, our, our most there actor of the year, we already said it, it's Zendaya in
1: Dune. Because um, they debated us. They, they really debated us. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> the most there movie of the year. Okay. What you got?
1: Black Widow. Yeah. Black oh, Widow. Oh, wait.
0: Oh, wait. Yeah. We, we agreed on we this agreed before on we started. <laughs> <this. laughs> yeah. It
1: was Black Widow. Because yeah. Because Black Widow kind of just came out. Who else remembers that Black Widow came out this year? I, I don't care. It should have come out four years ago. Then maybe I would have cared about it. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> it's, it's like the only
0: thing I remember liking in the movie. I cannot tell you like what happened or any character name except for Florence Pugh. I love Florence Pugh.
1: I don't even remember her name except I... Wait, I remember because I saw Hawkeye.
0: I, I do too. It's Yelena, Yelena, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Yelena. But
1: I was just like, oh yeah, Florence Pugh was in it. Yeah. All I remember is that it had one of the dumbest moments in movie history, being her smacking her nose on a table and being like, oh, I can't, I can't, or like not being able to hit him because you smell him. That's so stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can suspend my disbelief for a lot. Not for that. Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes
0: the villain, the villain in that movie is the most absolute shit thing I've ever seen. Like it's, it was bad. That's like top tier bad Marvel villain. Like that—that yeah. that is up there with Thor: The Dark World.
1: <laughs> Malekith.
0: Malekith. God, <laughs> that's always my fun. That's always like the thing I use when people are like, "Oh, what's all you don't remember?" Malekith. Okay. Malekith. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We better get to the top five.
1: Top five.
0: Okay. So I—we actually have the same number five.
1: Yes, we do. Last night in the Soho. Last... It is so good. It's very good, it's and so also good. another one that. Hated? I do needlessly people...
0: it. Just like uh, so underseen. I don't know. I think people hate it because they don't understand like the way that she's able to like see dead people isn't necessarily explained that well. But, like, I, don't care. I just don't, I don't care. care. It was really just, good. It's so well like it's just Edgar Wright. Like we've talked about craftsmanship a lot and like ugh, there's no one who's more entertaining to watch how they set up their scenes and their cinematography and their editing than Edgar Wright. Yeah. He is the most entertaining to watch any of his scenes
1: play out okay. and seeing him and his style in a genre that he doesn't usually do mm-hmm. now that's sometimes a risk and it was a huge risk it was a huge risk and it can fall flat but I this was a out. big hit for me i think like, it really paid out
0: yeah it see, really did to see like those uh techniques that he's been using for comedy put to a horror Like some of them work super, super well. There's also a breakdown of how they did like that dance number where like he's switching back. Have you seen this?
1: I've seen it. It's on Vanity Fair, right?
0: It's so, yeah, the Vanity Fair one. Like, everyone go watch it. It's so cool. It's It's like really awesome. And there's so many
1: practical effects in this movie, yeah, mm hmm. Um, that are really good. Like, there's a few things yeah,
0: there's a few things I don't like. Like, I don't think the ghosts work all that well. You know, yeah. and I think like the design and the the effect on them isn't the greatest. Um, like it literally looks like I could make it in After Effects sometimes. <laughs> um, nice, <laughs> but like it's like I don't care. Like the story is just so well done. Like as far as mysteries go, this is like bar none, easily the yeah. best like mystery I saw all year. Um, and with really really entertaining performances from yeah. everyone
1: yeah anya taylor joy is becoming one of my favorite actresses to see on screen she's pretty great she's pretty great yeah yeah
0: yeah no a lot of great things about last night in soho we um, did an episode on it we she did go listen to we it we did it's uh it's tied with like a it's a, that's a controversial episode <laughs> that is a controversial
1: <laughs> episode <laughs> but listen yeah. to the first half it's less controversial yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a little less controversial yeah. yeah okay my number four is different than yours
0: yeah, okay, I'll go first cuz yeah. we haven't we you haven't seen mine. So my number 4 is The Green Knight um which is the I'm gonna, like I think it's the best fantasy movie to come out since Lord of the Rings Return of the King. I really Whoa. think that. I really That's crazy. That's a high bar. That's a very high bar.
1: But but I guess what's come out seriously think about <laughs> it. Like Harry Potter does yeah, that count? I guess that counts as fantasy. Harry Potter uh, three came out after Lord of the Rings three, right? Did it?
0: Um. Yeah. Okay. I'll say that. I I think Harry Potter three. I guess then it's the best fantasy movie since Harry Potter three. But it's just like sometimes it's so rare, to, like recently, that you get a fantasy movie that just takes itself seriously, not in like a pretentious awful way, but like. It it binds its world with like real definitive rules and shows everything in in like the genuine like human reflections of like what and consequences that come out of actions you know and it does this all by telling like a really really like magic filled narrative with like so like so much Arthurian legend and lore and it's super interesting structure interestingly structured. And there's a, an extended sequence at the end of this movie, like, at the very end, that is breathtaking. Like, it's so well done. And, like, the, the lighting in the movie gets, like, switches between, um, like, very, like, super dynamic, um, uh, just, like, regular, like, film lighting to almost, like, theater lighting at points when there's, like, red top light coming down over people like it's so so fun to watch and just see all this stuff happen and there's so many good um like performances and yeah, it's just like the plot's fun to follow dev patel is really really fucking good like
1: yeah <clears throat> i yeah. really want to see it cuz you know dev patel's in it and you have to support him cuz he's one of our own and by one of our i mean one of mine
0: i think we've mentioned <laughs> i think we've mentioned like like three indian actors on our podcast and it's been yeah. like dev patel Kuman lanjani and priyanka chopra jonas <laughs>
1: that, that's it two that's of it. them are great and one of them is priyanka chopra jonas <laughs> <so. laughs> yeah, pretty much um yeah i haven't seen it i've heard it's really good but i it's can't really... find anywhere to stream it so yeah, that's, really that's, unfortunate that's tough.
0: i no, it's seriously yeah i i stand by it like best fantasy movie, um, like true fantasy since
1: Harry Potter or um, Lord of the Rings. Wow, that's high praise. I'll have to see it. Uh, For my number four, you've seen this one. Yeah. Uh, And I probably liked it more than you. Uh, Yeah. yeah. And that is Tick, Tick, Boom, uh, directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda, starring Andrew Garfield and a bunch of other people. I really liked this movie. Yeah. I thought it was really well-directed, I, mean, I don't think it was the best-directed movie of the year, but I, I think it was well-directed, especially for his first time. I think it was very good. Um, but the thing that really carried this one for me was the best performance I saw this year. And I'm not even kidding. Really? Um, Andrew Garfield in this movie is the best performance I saw this year. Uh, mm-hmm. I That's my opinion. I think it was the best performance of the year, no cap. Wow. Like, he is just encapsulates that character so well he did all of his research and you could actually see jonathan larson performing tick tick boom there are videos of it that you can see and they play some of them at the end but you can see some videos of him actually performing it and performances or videos of him like interacting with his friends from that he is everything he Mm. does everything even these little mannerisms that he has that are very very subtle he does every single one of them, and he takes he really became that character. Yeah. I didn't just see Andrew Garfield. I saw Jonathan Larson that's who I saw yeah, he um, just
0: like imbues like this sense of optimism and like and like hope and and fun and and like love of of community and theater that like yeah. Jonathan Larson like also represented and it's it, you're right, it's really, really incredible to watch. He's fantastic.
1: he is so good in the movie and Basically really learned, learned how to sing too. Yeah, he yeah. learned how to sing. And I think that with this film and Vanessa Hudgens also did way better than I thought she was going to do. Yeah, she uh, did. she had like a she, she had kind of a minor role. They, yeah, they, knew, but, they knew how to use Vanessa Hudgens. I mean, though, the bar is low for her, but she did very well. Like, I'm not going to like cap or anything and be like, oh, she was amazing. But she was like, definitely good. Like, she was very good. Yeah, I thought. There's only um, there's only
0: like one sequence in that movie that I don't like. Which uh, one? <laughs> it's the one where there's like this song that they've been building up It's like the third act solo that's gonna like force this change in the character. And then oh, it, yeah, and yeah. then in like in the structure of the movie, it actually is a third act um solo that forces a change in the character. But it's not a solo. <laughs> there are <laughs> harmonies and stuff in it. And I know this is so nitpicky, but like ah, it just like <laughs>
1: bugged me. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. but overall i thought it was a really great show and i'm really surprised that people don't do that musical that much Mm. um and i also like legitimately cried i saw it twice i cried both times uh so yeah
0: yeah it's pretty sad also rip sondheim rip steven sondheim sondheim has a great like just moment for his legacy in in that movie and they treat it with like the reverence that it deserves and it's great
1: yeah Yeah. well this movie came up before he died i'm pretty sure it did it did. Yes
0: um like they actually have the recording of sondheim um,
1: mm-hmm. in the movie so yeah. yeah
0: okay um
1: number three
0: number three so my number three is spider-man no way home uh i actually saw it again last night and it's it's still as entertaining i will say i think the first two acts kind of drag a little bit more on second watch when you yeah. kind of know what <clears throat> because you're Because you know what's coming. Because you know thing. what's coming. Yeah, this is the only movie that we'll talk in full spoilers. You know that the Spider-Men are coming. And, and that's like, all you want to see. So, like, you're just kind of waiting to get there. It, like, it definitely trucks along.
1: Um, yeah, in, it's in, like, like, those like those the moment acts. when they get into the apartment and Willem Dafoe just becomes evil. Mm-hmm. Like, everything up until that moment is a bit slow. Yeah um cuz you don't have a, a true villain. Watch, right? You really don't have a yeah, true villain. You don't. Yeah.
0: Um then you have like a central Actually, I I thought that was a little lacking too on my second watch. But that being said, it doesn't diminish from the amount of pure entertainment and theater joy I had while watching this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, and I I think that that's one thing. So for me Spider-Man is my number 2. Um mm-hmm. I think our number 3 and number 2 are switched. They um, are actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then our number 1's are the same. Uh but no, the thing is with Spider-Man and I would totally agree with you that the, the first up until Willem Dafoe becomes evil again, mm-hmm. uh, it can it can drag a little bit. It, does. it can, yeah. um, especially on a second watch. I think on the first watch, I, it didn't for me just because I didn't know what was coming. Um, but when you know what's coming, you're like, OK, we, we can get to it. Right. And 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 not going to lie, like on
0: that second time, there is not a single second. In that last hour where you were at all disappointed. Yeah. Not not a single millisecond.
1: Everything just hits. It's so good. Yeah. And for me, like Spider-Man is one of my favorite superheroes, if not probably my favorite superhero um, of all time. And for me, seeing this, everything just paid off. Everything yeah. paid off.
0: It's so true.
1: And I know yeah. that... You mentioned Adam Driver as the Goat of the Year, but Andrew Garfield was the Goat of the Year for me. He really was, because he was in this, he gave, first of all, he was amazing as Spider-Man, right? Yeah, like, we we he was already good as Spider-Man. He, play, he played Spider-Man. sad
0: Spider-Man in this movie, He yeah.
1: did, yeah, <laughs> but he was still really entertaining. He was mm-hmm. incredibly entertaining, and that moment where he catches Zendaya was, like, beautiful, beautiful, uh, it's, right? It's such a good, like, uh, Giving like
0: a character a resolution when you know that they're never going to get that third movie, that is that's something you'll you'll like never get to see again. Yeah. Like it's pretty freaking great, yeah.
1: Well, they said that they might do it, which I don't know how I feel about that, but we'll see. No, I don't I don't I didn't, no.
0: No. 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 Yeah, no.
1: No. <laughs> no. No. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, overall just absolutely great. But yeah, Andrew Garfield was in that. He gave again the best performance I saw this year, which was in Tick Tick Boom. And then he was also in The Eyes of Tammy Faye uh, and he was in that movie and I heard that that was really good. I haven't seen it, but I heard it's good.
0: If I have to watch another Sony Spider-Man that is just a Sony (laughs) Spider-Man.
1: He'll be like, nope, I'm out. I will jump off a bridge. (laughs) (laughs) What if Mark Webb said he was going to direct it? Ah! (laughs) Just because your name is Webb does not... (laughs) God. But yeah, Spider-Man is awesome. Yeah, Spider-Man is awesome. Um, so my number three and your number two was a film I saw last night um, and, and that was film, Coda. Yeah. A film that I told Keshav that he should watch before he
0: s- makes this list because it is. It's, it's the most heartwarming, like uplifting movie,
1: the most wholesome movie I saw this year by. Um,
0: yeah. So it's so freaking amazing to see.
1: Yeah. And the thing about it that's just so incredible is, yes, it's a movie about deaf people. It's a movie about a girl with a deaf family. But the, the concentration, yes, it's about, you know, her dealing with being the only hearing person in her in her deaf family. But the themes apply to so much more than that. Mm-hmm. It's like if anyone feels somewhat close to a family member, they will relate to this film. They yeah. will. Yeah, and that was something that was just absolutely incredible. I watched the last part of this with my mom, um, and oh, yeah, oh, we, we both uh, cried. Yeah, we both. You cried. can't like.
0: I won't spoil it for people who haven't seen it, but there's a scene between two characters towards the end of this movie that is like. <sighs> It's it, a lot. It, it's the most like tear-inducing from like happiness. though. No, it's not like yeah. it's not like sad tears at all. It's just like just true, like beautiful happy tears. Um, that's like one of the best feelings I experienced the entire year. Um, that's why I like. That's why I put it above Spider Man because like even though I love the theater experience of Spider Man, like ultimately what I go to movies for is to feel is to like have like that human emotion, just yeah. like done. In a way that I that you can only do in a movie, and this yeah. movie
1: just killed it. All the performances are great. All of great. them are really, really all awesome. Of them great,
0: all like using an actual deaf cast as well. Yeah, um, yeah. And our friend Cass is in the movie.
1: Yeah, they are in it. And the first time my mom saw it, my mom was like, "I couldn't find Cass," and I was like, "Mom, they're right there."
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's really quick. You see, you see them for like. You know, less than a second. But hey, but they're there. Cass is there. They're Cass there.
1: Is there. Cass is in that B. Yeah, and that uh, is that is longer than I can say that I've been in a in a award winning film. Major
0: award winning film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, beyond beyond like that. Uh, with that's that's awesome too. But like,
1: even it, if they weren't in it, I would still really really uh, exactly really, it would right? still be in the same place. It's it's just that
0: much of like a just a true heartwarming movie there's watch
1: this with your families yeah or someone you love mm-hmm. it's it's one of those yeah yeah i know we're but being coming,
0: zap- i know we're being sappy but you know yeah just it's, just
1: do it it's worth it's so good yeah yeah so good coming in at number one though no surprise since no, we so, talked about absolute, it already
0: <laughs> we've been dancing around it and talked about it already it's it's west side, it, it's west, side west side story
1: yeah. Comeback story of the year.
0: <laughs> Comeback of the s- freaking decade with Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Oh my and God. This guy has made shit movies for the past 20 years. But this one was amazing.
1: <laughs> incredible.
0: It was Absolutely incredible. Incredible. Yeah. This is
1: one of the few times, I think this and Spider-Man were the times where I was like, this is movie magic. Mm-hmm. Right. This was Steven Spielberg used to do the best. Yeah. In the eighties
0: like, in the seventies, eighties, and nineties, Steven Spielberg was better than anyone at movie magic. Just pure. This so is something good. you can only experience at a theater in its in
1: its fullest. That was Steven Spielberg. He just he just knocked it out of the park. Of the, the performances, point. except for Ansel Elgort, are yeah. all incredible. Like Fantastic. not just great, like incredible. Let's not forget Rita Moreno came back she's 90 <laughs>
0: she's 90 and she made me cry yeah <laughs> like it's just so good there's also like subtle adaptations that they do from both the musical and the um the original movie too mm-hmm. that i think works so well they work so well like again we have already talked about it but like the trans character That is representation, like we said, that doesn't feel forced. It actually feels like it was already a a generally pretty ambiguous character. So it just works so well to put that in the modern context. Yes.
1: Yeah. It does. And the other things that just really, really work are all of the casting choices, right? (laughs) Yes. And the choreography. (laughs) Choreography is wonderful. It is. This is what a big budget movie musical. This, In the Heights, they're both... Big budget movie musicals that were amazing. This one just, you know, took it over the edge. It only made nineteen million dollars. A hundred million dollar budget. Oh my god. No one saw it. Oh, uh, so go- it's so disappointing. If you, if, I'm not recommending people go to the theater right now, but go see it. <laughs> 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 made no money. Uh, it's, it's gonna suck. get the award season bump, but yeah, it's worth it.
0: I don't like. Seems Spielberg, ha- I guess, has enough money, but like. It's just like screw that, like whatever. It's it's just such a great theater experience. It really, yes. Um, I think maybe Spider Man. I'd put it for like overall theater experience. Spider Man was just like something special because everyone yeah. was there, right? On first watch, right? Yeah. But like for a movie that had to be seen in the theater, nothing came close to it this year. Yeah, this is it's just so good,
1: so so good. Yeah. Uh, It was really, really awesome.
0: Again, and, like, I think this is why I loved it so much, too. Just Spielberg. Yeah. I I have been so insanely disappointed by Steven Spielberg for most of, like... Around 12 years, right? Literally the entire time I have been aware of and a fan of movies. Like... The last, the first time I can remember a new Steven Spielberg release and hearing the name was like War
1: Horse. Yeah. Right? Literally same. Right. Yeah, right. I was like, this is the guy who did Jurassic Park.
0: Right. Like I had seen all the old movies. I grew up and watching Raiders and like the first new release from Steven Spielberg was like War Horse, which was like fine. And he yeah, went on the not... string of just average movies average. for a literal decade. And then we got West Side and it was it, the best and biggest return to form I I think I have ever like personally seen from a director
1: yeah Yeah. for someone who had so many just dull movies that were really really forgettable yeah this one comes out and was just like yeah because Steven Spielberg might be in my like top three directors Mm -hmm. like for everything like working or of all time like of all time I would say honestly Steven
0: Spielberg Steven Spielberg for a long time was my my literal favorite director of all time working not working and then I just kept getting disappointed and kept getting disappointed yeah
1: and because his highs are so high man like
0: (laughs) dude Schindler's List
1: Schindler's List Raiders Jurassic Park like West Side you know some of
0: the some of those movies he is doing things that would impact the way movies are made for like till today and they're still being influenced he's still creating new filmmakers out there because of how good he is and this is another movie that did it this is the best musical adaptation we have had also since like the 60s like it's literally
1: yeah you know
0: it's just incredible and the best movie of the year Yeah.
1: yeah all right that's our show today okay we got to sign
0: off so Keshav can go teach a class. I have to go teach a class. Sorry the first act drag. (laughs) (laughs) I'll cut it down.